Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at Newworth Law, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. And I wanted to talk to you today about a couple different things. The first is sort of impeachment related. Um, Today there's been uh, some testimony, and you've probably heard in the news if you're paying attention, um, that people have sought to amend their testimony or make changes to their prior deposition testimony. So is that allowed? What does it mean? And that's kind of the issue I wanted to talk to you today about. So let's say your case is moving through the court system. You have given a deposition, which is basically a statement under oath. So that is you go with your lawyer prepares you, you go to a conference room, the other lawyer takes your deposition with a court reporter sitting there. So what does that mean? That means that the other lawyer gets to ask you questions. They get to cross-examine you, they get to ask you easy, hard, and everything else in between questions. So let's say you go through that process and you know, as innocently as you can, you say that, you know, I don't, I don't remember hitting the brakes that day, um, and that's why I hit the car so hard. So, and then you walk out, and, you know, your lawyer says, well, didn't you tell me, you know, in our initial meeting that you did hit the brakes and you tried to avoid the other person? And you say, oh, I don't know why I said that in the deposition. Are you allowed to then go back and change, you know, what might be significant testimony? And the answer is absolutely yes. So there's something called an errata sheet, which is like a corrections sheet. And you're allowed to make whatever the heck changes you want on the errata sheet. Now, can you change, you know, your testimony from, no, I didn't touch the brakes, to, yeah, I slammed on the brakes? Yes, you can. Is there a mechanism by which the other lawyer can see your changes and then ask for another deposition or ask for a you know continued deposition on that issue? Yes, absolutely. Usually, as lawyers, we prefer errata sheets or corrections or changes to testimony be made you know just as to uh, spellings of names or places or addresses or phone numbers stuff like you know ministerial stuff that's not significant but when people start to change testimony in their errata sheet it looks kind of suspicious so that's what's going on today in the impeachment hearings is that some one of the witnesses is coming in and he's made changes significant changes to his uh, previous deposition testimony. Now, does that mean he was lying? No, not necessarily. Does it look bad? Yeah, absolutely. What's he changing? He's changing, I don't recall answers to, oh, I do recall, this is what happened. Now, does that make him look bad? Yeah. What is? Why is he doing that? Or why would you, in, in your personal injury context, do that? Because something you said, you know, either is inaccurate or incorrect to your mind and you wanted to change it, or it's inaccurate or incorrect to your lawyer, and they feel it's material or significant and should be corrected. So, does that mean you can lie and get away with it and correct it? No, we, we, you know, we prefer you not lie. It's, it's you know, usually lies are, are easily verifiable, and as they say in uh, 
whatever the, the term is, you know, you're not going to remember all your lies when you're under real pressure in court. So, you know, what's the purpose of the deposition? The purpose of the deposition is to nail down your testimony and to stick you with the testimony so you can't change it down the road. So if you start changing your testimony after the deposition, is that okay? Yeah, it's okay as long as you do it, you know, in a short time after the deposition. You can say, oh, you know, I went to bed, I talked to my lawyer, I, I forgot a couple things I should mention. But, and it's a lot better to change testimony on an errata sheet if you absolutely have to than to all of a sudden remember something in court and be beaten over the head with your prior testimony under oath. So, you know, that's what's going on today and that's what, you know, we as lawyers have to think about when our clients say something that's not 100% accurate. Um, you know, sometimes under the pressure of the moment, people say stuff and, you know, they just want to get out of there. They just want to be done with the questioning and they may not be 100% accurate. And there's, a, a you know, a, a line that, you know, we as lawyers have to abide by. You know, if you hear a client saying something that is materially false or, or you know, obviously false, you got to take them outside, counsel them, change their answer, go in, change the answer on the record, or change it in the errata sheet if you don't catch the significance of it while the deposition's going on. Um... You know, I don't particularly care too much if, you know, the client doesn't remember stuff. But if the client says, oh, the sky was blue and it was actually midnight, you know, <laughs> it raises questions about, one, the client's credibility, and, and two, their truthfulness, and three, their ability to recall events. So, you know, like this guy who's testifying today in uh, in the impeachment hearings, like, well, how is it, sir, that you recall, well, you didn't recall something a week ago, and then after your your deposition, all of a sudden you're recalling, like, well, what gave rise to that change? Well, I talked to my lawyer. Well, your conversations with your lawyer can't be examined, so what changed? Why did you recall? What did you review? You know, these are important issues to explore with a witness, but, you know, in a perfect world, ideally, we don't want changes made on an errata sheet. We don't want people recalling stuff later that they didn't recall at the time. You know, and finally, like, the closer... You are to events. Most people will assume that you remember more shortly after the event than you do two years later when you're in court. So it's sort of hard to say, oh, I didn't recall something a year after the event, and then I'm recalling it 18 months after the event. So that's kind of what's going on in some of the lawyer stuff. Um, so, you know, can you change testimony? Yes. Can you lie in a deposition? No. One, you're under oath. Two, your lawyer doesn't like it. Three, your lawyer will probably catch you doing it and yell at you. You know, four, if you're caught in a verifiable lie, it, or even the hint of one, all of a sudden, whether you're a defendant or a plaintiff, most people are not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Most people are going to hold that against you. So... You know, it's uh, it's really problematic for witnesses if they tell verifiable lies. And that's, you know, that's the important distinction. I'll tell you that, you know, a quick war story is I had an expert on the other side of me. I was getting ready to cross-examine him. And I was able to discover that he was lying about being on the faculty of a local university. And I knew that he would just come in and, 
say I'm on the faculty of this university. I never got to test I never got to test it out and to cross-examine him, but I knew that's what he was going to say because I I had read four or five or six of his prior depositions and I talked to the university. So I did a lot of homework on this guy. But he was about to come in and tell a verifiable lie in court under oath in an important case, and I was going to beat the hell out of him. So, you know, what does that mean? It's a warning, a word of warning to not tell lies, particularly verifiable ones, when you have a interested, serious cross-examiner across the table from you, which you should always assume you have on the other side. All right, that's enough for today. I'm Ask Andy. I hold people accountable, and I enjoy a good cross-examination. Thanks.